Hebrews 13, 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Father, I ask you that you would take the simple words that we will speak here this morning, and it's going to be uh, exactly what every person would need in Jesus' name, amen. How many people here do we have today that are out of state? Would you stand up and tell where you're from? Right here. Louisiana. Wasn't Louisiana, Louisiana. 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 Right here. Leesburg, Florida. All right. All right. That's the guy that told me he was here from Florida to hear me preach. And I told him, boy, that's no pressure. Um, right here. All right. Yes. You betcha. All right. That's awesome. Slovakia. All right. Anybody else? You don't have to be out of the country, just out of the state. Anybody else? All right. Um, my book out a few weeks ago asked me, preacher, is the flag ripped? And I'm standing here in the foyer and the wind's blowing kind of hard that day. And I'm staring at that flag and staring at that flag and staring at that flag. And I finally see, yeah, it's ripped. I said, yes, Mike, that flag is ripped. And later on in the week, I got to thinking about there's more there than meets the eye to that flag. I thought about George Washington and John Adams and Betsy Ross and Thomas Jefferson and Ben Franklin and the Revolutionary War, I thought about Abraham Lincoln. And the Civil War, I thought about soldiers. I thought about fallen soldiers. I thought about stars and stripes. I thought about exactly what that flag stands for is freedom. More there than meets the eye. Literally, this is what I am feeling more and more in my life. We owe a praise debt unto God. Because what will happen, we'll pray and we'll ask God for something. Let's say it happens like we were hoping that it would happen. And then we kind of shrug our shoulders and go on to the next thing and ask God for something else. Never realizing that we owe God a praise debt for what he's already done. Who's the uh, guy, and I never can't think of his name. It's not Larry Burkett, the new guy that's about the financial man. Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey, I heard him say, if God would never do anything else for me from this point on, he's already done too much. That is a guy willing and literally willing to give God a praise debt. Every time that we have a worship service here at Orchardville Church, I always think there's more there than meets the eye. To begin with, there are literally compacted together hundreds of combined hours of people getting 
let's just say this winter, they're going to leave their nice warm home and they're going to go and venture out to Orchardville Church where they've got to uh, uh, look out for every deer in the county. They've got to look out for turkeys. Then once they get closer here to the vicinity, they've got to look out for a 16th century driving apparatus that they are using as their 21st century vehicle comes closely upon it in a matter of just a, a fraction of a second. And there are hundreds of hours that goes in to a worship service. When I am enjoying a worship service, it's hard for me not to think about King David in the old Bible that for 3,000 years ago, when he would worship God, he would give it all he had. That's just the kind of guy that he was. Amen. I think about people that give their very best to be able to worship God down through the years, and it's not something, a humdrum experience in their life, but they're worshiping God with everything they have. I think about Paul and Silas praising God even in prison. They were praising God. More there than meets the eye. 2011 Easter service that we had here. 1,535 people showed up. Yeah. <clears throat> More there than meets the eye. Because I can remember back in 1988, looking out those doors of that basement and having a revival and me having to take a week's vacation to be at the revival of the church I was pastoring because I worked the second shift. These pastors crying, a, crying me a river about how hard they've got it, it goes in one ear and out the other. And me looking out those double doors expecting people to show up. And if you want to see those double doors now, we just for nostalgia, uh, we kept them around. They're no longer in this building. We've got them and they're being used out in the Ranger building. That's where them double doors are now. But me looking out those doors and 18 people showing up at that revival and you couldn't have felt any lower than I was feeling. And the Spirit of God nestled up within me and said these words. And it wasn't me because I was thinking exactly the opposite. I was thinking, poor me. Have revival and 18 people show up. Here was the words I've heard in my spirit. Mark, it won't always be like this. How true God has been. Now when I look out those doors, it is a constant stream of cars coming into here. You go to Fairfield Branch, it's a constant stream of cars going to Fairfield. You go to Centralia, it's a constant stream of cars getting into the Centralia Branch. There's more there than meets the eye. Thank God. Thank God. You know, it's giving thanks, giving thanks all the way through it. It's giving thanks before Thanksgiving. It's giving thanks at Thanksgiving. It's giving thanks when Thanksgiving is over. I mean, when all the food is gone and you're still willing to give thanks. It's when the ball, the football game is over. Did Detroit win or lose? They play every year. 
They lost. Well, I know Detroit fans, so what does it matter? <laughs> it's when the turkey is gone, and I'm not talking about your crazy uncle. <laughs> Everybody's got one or two. It's giving thanks after thanksgiving, and the reason why is there's more there than meets the eye. Because uh, over 200 years ago, a group of people left over near England, and they came this way, risking life and limb and to get here to the United States of America, where they in this new land could worship God through the freedom that they wanted, and they did not enjoy where they had came from. There's more there than meets the I, our baptism service that we had. Mike, book out. Where are you at? How many people baptized? 68. 68. We had 68 people baptized already in this year of 2011. Thanks be unto God for that. When I, when we have that baptism service, there's always more there than meets the eye. This is Mike Bookout Day because it's always Mike Bookout preparing the water, getting the heater in there. I shouldn't, re- I shouldn't tell this, but I'm going to. Our heater's a high-tech kind of thing. It's one that uh, uh, farmers put down in the water to, to make the, uh, the, the ice go away to where they can, uh, the cows can drink the water. That's what we got going for us. <laughs> it works. That's right. We've also got gravel out here in the parking lot, and it's striped gravel, <laughs> and that works too. That works too. I see Mike preparing that. I see Twyla willing to take the pictures. I see Josh Koontz willing to videotape the thing. I see uh, Kevin Lowe with the towels. I see uh, Karen Wason and Angie McMean washing the towels afterwards. There's always more there than meets the eye. Our communion service. Every time we've ever had a communion service. Always more there than meets the eye. If you think it's just crackers and juice, you got another thing coming. It's a garden. It's a hill outside of a city. It's a savior. It's suffering. It's resurrection. It's Jesus returning. It's Gary and Debbie Eckleberry preparing the juice and Bill Moyer helping at times. There's always, there's always something there that's more than actually what we know about it. No matter what we do here, there's always more than meets the eye. There's always things going on that without that going on, it wouldn't be accomplished. Always more than meets the eye. The preaching time, more than meets the eye. It's somebody up here delivering the word of God and talking about the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the hope of heaven, the assurance of salvation, the building up of our faith. Thank God there's more in the preaching time than meets the eye. The giving of our tithe, there's more there than meets the eye. 5,000 CDs go out every month, and zero would go out every month if nobody paid tithes. Simple as that. Missionaries, food pantries, 
Over 20 people in full-time ministry and over 30 different ministries that flow from Orchardville Church. 114 conversions in 2011 alone. And I'm telling you, there's always more there than meets the eye. My mom, more there than meets the eye. The hardships, the trials, the heartaches, the disappointments, the loss, the grief. That's why my mom, when she had the good times, she enjoyed the good times. You know why? Because she had fought her way through the bad times. This Thanksgiving was the first one we ever experienced without mom. And today I am enjoying God's grace and truth because this word is forever true. I give thanks to God for the voice problems that I have every week because it causes me to lean on him more if I didn't have the problem. I'm giving God praise and thanksgiving for every spanking that I got. And believe me, I wasn't giving God praise and thanksgiving at the time. You know, this nonsense, it's going to hurt you more than me. Come come on, come on, come on, come on. Now, how's that go? Uh, You know, this is the person with, this is going to hurt me more than you. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. It helps me to understand the correction of the Lord. I give thanks for all my critics because it makes the friendships that I have that much sweeter. I give thanks for all the defeats and failures that I've experienced because it makes me want to get up and try again. If you got your Bible, and I hope you do, I want you to go to the book of Job. Find the book of Psalms and then go back. Find the book of Job there, Job chapter 29. Job 29, listen to these words. Listen to the word when. Job says, oh, that I were as were in months past as in the days when God preserved me, when his candle shined upon my head, when by his light I walked through darkness as I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle, when the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were about me, when I washed my steps with butter. They put that in another way. He walked in the fat of the land. You've heard that term? I'm sure you have. When I went out to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the street, verse 11, when the ear heard me, then it blessed me. When the eye saw me, it gave witness unto me. Job had the when knocked out of him. He went from having all these wonderful things to having nothing. Job could have said, I've seen better days. I can say the same thing. I got a phone call Friday. 
And when I seen the caller ID, I wasn't expecting to see that. Mom never had her name put on the caller ID. It always just remained Dad's name, Jackie. And I looked on the caller ID, and there was Jackie Shell. I wasn't expecting to see that. And Roy and Kim had been over to Mom's, and Roy had called me about something. I've seen better days. But like Job, I want to be determined to hang on to God, even when the wind has been knocked out of me. Two people can drive into Orchardville Church parking lot, and one can say, this is stupid, there's no place to park. The other could say, this is great, there's no place to park. <laughs> Two people walk into Orchardville Church, and one says, it's hard to find a seat. And the other said, God's really blessing us, it's hard to find a seat. I had people tell me today that, the visitation line, they, they stuck, they was here for an hour and a half, and they had, other, they had to be places, and I understand that fully. Matter of fact, that very same thing has happened to me in the past on different funerals where um, I had to be somewhere and I had to leave. And they said that they was here an hour and a half, and somebody told them it was going to be another a half hour or whatever it was. 15, 13 to 1,500 people showed up at mom's visitation. Let me tell you what that is. One person could say, well, it took me two hours to get through there. Another person could say, what a tribute. It took two hours to get through that line. Two people can hear a sermon that you hear today. And one person can say, oh, I've heard the preacher when he had better stuff. Another person could say, preachers had a big load this week. Two families forced to say goodbye to mom. One family could say, I hate God. The other family says, God's grace is sufficient for us. Bill J. Bruce told me something the night of the visitation. He said, Mark, when God rewards your mom, on that, on that day, God will give her a big reward. And I'm thinking... I have to admit, I thought of three or four things in my mind the moment he said that, but it wasn't what he said. God will give your mom a big reward for how clean she kept the Fairfield branch. He said, I think God rewards on things that we wouldn't think were so important. So do I. So do I. So do I. Giving thanks after Thanksgiving or there's more there than meets the eye, however you want to look at this. Jesus said on the cross, the human side of him, listen to him as he says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? As the sins of all the world was being poured out upon him in that moment. I found these words recently and I wrote them down. God chooses the hour of human suffering to teach us the greatest lesson of all, we walk by faith. We walk by faith. Let's all stand.
Heavenly Father, I really believe one of the greatest things that we as Christian people can be is when we're thanksgiving and having a thankful heart. God, let that be my life, a life of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, thanksgiving. And God, I want to be one of these people that give thanks even after thanksgiving's over. God forbid that we be this type of individual that, oh, we look so forward and build up for Christmas, and then when Christmas is over, the blocks have just been knocked out from under us, and it's like, well, what do we do now? God, help us to know that we can live a life of value and meaning to where we could have Christmas every day if we chose to. Have Christmas every day. Thanksgiving, we could, we could be thankful and have a thanksgiving heart within us every day. And Lord, once again, you have come through for me. Once again, one of the roughest times of my life, you have been there for me. Once again, God, I want to be thankful for that. I owe you a praise, Dad. I praise you, God, for your hand upon me, your hand upon my family. Help me to always be thankful. God forbid that I be an old grouch. Oh, God, help me to be thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. You're here this morning and you have a need for prayer we ask you to come forward come to these altars there'll be people that'll come and pray with you this is a caring church thank God for it come on as they sing
not enough Cause you gave, you gave your life away You gave, you gave your life away You gave, you gave your life away for me Last book of the Bible Hey, let me give you an interesting thing here. The seventh word used to begin the New Testament is Jesus. The seventh word from the end of the New Testament in the book of Revelation is Jesus. Isn't that neat? Revelation 22. He showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, on either side of the river, there was a tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruit, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the trees were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. That's a wonderful verse. And so this next one. And they shall see his face. Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. And there shall be no night there, no need of candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light. He shall reign forever and ever. And I could go on and on. Let me leave you with a verse that we read to kick this off today. By him, meaning Jesus, therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Listen. Either the fruit is going to come out of here or a lot of garbage is going to come out of here. One of the two. And when it's praise unto God, God looks at that as a fruit, a bountiful fruit coming out. Thank God. Thank God. It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.